0: On today's episode of Sideline Banter, we have a blockbuster trade that completely shakes up the NBA. We'll then talk about some football, including the divisional round games coming up this weekend and the continuous rumors about a potential Deshaun Watson trade. We end the episode bantering about The Bachelor and proposals. Welcome to this week's Sideline Banter. What is up, everybody? Back to normal. No I guests normal. this week. Just just, just me and you. A little bit more intimate setting.
1: Yeah, I had fun last week though having James on the show. Yeah, it was awesome. We went back, talked
0: about some fun stories. Yeah, <laughs> that good. boxing story picked up. It got a little a good amount of views on uh, it on did, Instagram. Did did a lot of a lot of you guys like that? Yeah, the people. Someone shared it. I think Anna, one of our friends from back back at school, she shared it and she oh, said like you really? if you were if you don't remember this fight. Like then you're too young like this. If this wasn't like a pinnacle moment of your San Jose State experience, you're too young.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I was shit. like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that. That's dope.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, it was a big event
1: when it occurred, you know. Oh, it was huge. It was like, I mean, there's they still talk about it today. That's what, hazard. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: this is what James told us, which is surprising, you know, because I'm like, that happened like what, four or five years ago?
1: Longer than that. It was like uh, six years ago, I think. Not six. It was five? No, it was definitely six.
0: Damn. yeah that's crazy the (laughs) fact that they're still talking about it (laughs) clearly the house needs to you know you guys need to do something fun (laughs) like if you're still talking about (laughs) that fight but the
1: legend still carries on i don't think it's a story that'll ever ever die away i think it's just gonna be instilled in uh fraternity well they moved
0: houses now so you know
1: yeah, they got to come up with some new memories here.
0: Yeah, you can't go back to where the deed was done. They're the good old <laughs> shed, so many, so many memories in that shed. Have, these eyes have seen things that they can't unsee in that shed. Oh man, whoever takes over that shed next, I feel so <laughs> bad for them. I think there's still paint from like our social from like four years ago, oh, like absolutely. on it, and they still haven't removed it. These guys are so fucking lazy. There's
1: like a foot of just like dried up beer. Yeah. And like liquor on the floor. Oh, the like, floors
0: are so sticky. It's, it's yeah, disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> Whenever someone like threw, I remember one time someone threw up, we had a party, someone threw up in the sink and nobody cleaned it up for like three weeks. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Remember the smell and the yeah. stench
1: from that? And people would just run water thinking that it would like go away. But it Shit just clogged was the heinous, sink. heinous, bro. I know. And it was just like, it was just floating. Everything was floating because nobody wanted to like unclog it.
0: did it. Who, someone ended up doing it. I felt that bad. Yeah. I think because all the live-ins were like, I don't. They were like I don't. Just, uh, we live here. Like you guys went partying, and all the people who didn't live in were like, I don't want to deal with that shit. Like I don't live here. What the hell?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was the constant struggle. The constant <laughs> struggle to keep
0: that fucking house clean, bro. <laughs> but no, but it was fun having James on the show last week. It was oh, a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, we'll keep people on tune for future guests. We might have some potential quarterbacks. Maybe. Uh, some podcasters who are, who are trending up and up on Twitter. Yeah, we're
1: going to mix it up a little bit and get some more guests on here. You guys seem to enjoy that, and so do we. So Yeah, I think we, have, I have. Think we have
0: some solid people lined up in mind. So. Yeah,
1: and if you guys have any ideas, just shoot us a DM. And if you have any recommendations of someone you'd like to see on the show, let us know. Yeah, and we'll do it. Uh, how about you run that breaking news stinger? Oh, here it goes.
0: This is Sideline Banter, breaking news. Now the breaking news is James Harden. He's on the move. He is no longer a Houston Rocket. Yeah, he wanted out and he got it. It's he just funny because like yesterday <laughs> he had his press conference where he's like, "I don't think this is fixable." All right, bye. And he's just, like, <laughs> he he <fixed>. just <laughs> dipped, dude. And apparently, like his teammate, like like Boogie and John. Oh, Boogie Ball, had a lot to say. They yeah. just don't like they don't fuck with him. Yeah, all they like, get the fuck out of here. Oh well,
1: yeah, they, they felt super like the they were done did wrong. You know, like they did, they showed up to practice every day. They showed up to games, and then Harden's just doing whatever he wants because he doesn't want to. he's overweight.
0: Team. Like he showed up for sure, like 25 pounds up, I think. He's he's, he's he's definitely eating. Yeah, did you see the uh, the NBA TV guy? He was like, he He made a comment on it. He's like, here's James Harden who definitely had a (laughs) (laughs) pregame (laughs) meal.
1: That was savage. It's so true though. They showed that side profile and I was like, Dude,
0: yeah, you know, even like the good. first game of, or it was like the preseason. I think they showed him and he yeah. He looks really like he needs to cut weight like he, he does fast dude. He's only averaging like over the past five games like 18 points a game Which he hasn't had a stretch like that. I think in like five six years some stat I forgot it I and
1: mean, crazy. Top yeah. my head, but
0: he's I mean, there's a reason he's out of shape I mean the fact that he's out of shape though, and still putting up 18 points a game in the NBA Like that's pretty talent. That's that talent. Is, that's, low key. That is talent. That is talent. But here's the full trade I have it pulled up. Yeah, uh, so the Rockets they got a pretty, you know, hefty uh, package in return for James Harden. They ended up with Victor Oladipo, Dante Exum, who I didn't know was still in the league, yeah. but uh, I have a funny story about Dante Exum. Okay. Uh, Rodion's Kirkus, K-Kruks, if I say that correctly, they got three first round picks unprotected. Mm-hmm. So it'd be in the 2022 selection, 2024 selection, 2026 se- uh, selection. They got Milwaukee's first round unprotected pick in 2022. Mm-hmm. And then they got four of Brooklyn's first round swap. So they could swap these trades if Brooklyn for some reason ends up uh with a better pick than them. Yeah. So this year, 2021, 2023, 2025,
1: 2027. For, you, for y'all
0: keeping track at home, just go on Shams' Twitter. It's up there. Yeah. The Nets got, got James Harden. That's simple. The Pacers ended up with Karius Levert and a second rounder. I think because they swapped with the Rockets right, right. after the uh after the original trade. And the Cavs ended up with a uh, Jared Allen and Torian Prince. The Cavs have a lot of bigs.
1: Yeah, they got they they're, they're going to cut one they of have them.
0: Drummond, right? Yeah, they have Drummond, they have Javale, and now they have Jared Allen. They got three yeah. like decent bigs. And they have two more
1: like bench centers too. The Cavs so it's like, are
0: sneaky. They're low key building a solid young core over there.
1: They have Sexton Garland, and then they have their three centers who are solid. So yeah. they have a good core.
0: Yeah, so they've been building very quietly. Um, What do you think about this trade? Off the top of your head, do you think the Rockets got a decent uh, return for James Harden? I think they did,
1: but the Nets also lost Jared Allen, which they really need on the defensive side of things because DeAndre Jordan isn't going to cut it. You know, KD can play that five spot. So I I think it kind of evens out the trades. You know, Houston lost a superstar, but the Nets also lost something defensively and in the bigs. But, you know, they, they have Harden now, so maybe they don't need it.
0: I mean the Nets are built I think very similarly to those KD warriors where absolutely, you know They have three stars whose salary cap is taking a a, a bunch of the cap of the team And so they have to fill in the team with a lot of you know uh, Veteran veteran minimums if yep. other players are gonna find around I think the Nets are gonna be fine the fact that you have I think that if, if they Steve Nash plays the rotations correctly you're gonna have two out of the three, in Harden, uh, Kyrie, and K- if Kyrie comes back and KD, yeah. <laughs> two of those three are gonna be on the floor at all times. That is scary. That is insane. That's insane. Yeah. And I know people flack on Harden for his defense, but I mean, if he really wants to play defense, like he can play good defense I mean, if he gets back in shape. <laughs> Kevin yeah. Durant is a first team All NBA player in my eyes. He's just yeah. an amazing defender. He's a, a lock in. Yeah. So he can guard bigs. He can he. You can put him anywhere on the floor. He's gonna be solid. Yep. Absolutely. You got Kyrie. So I think. I don't know. The Rockets did get a good haul. They definitely got a better haul than uh, the Pelicans did in that Lakers trade with AD. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we look back at that trade, I have that one pulled up too. So the Pelicans, they only gave up three first-round picks for um, for, AD, for AD, and they also traded Lonzo and Brandon and Josh Hart. Yeah, right. But they didn't get as many picks. These are potentially eight first-round picks That's a lot that of picks. Uh, the Rockets got in return. Yeah. I don't know, though. For me— the winners of these kinds of uh, mega deal trades are always the teams that end up with the best player. That's always my opinion. You're always going to end up better with the best player. That's always going to be the winner. Now, if one of them gets injured, Kyrie doesn't come back, you're still set with two
1: All Stars, you know, two he, future Hall of Famers. You're still set.
0: It's true, but I mean, you know, injuries happen. Right. Things can go wrong. If something like that happens, then I can see how Houston is just in the driver's seat. You know, because right, they're going right. to end up with solid picks and they got the pick swaps on top of that that at the end of the day my my original reaction to this is i think the nets they're the winners they ended up with james harden top five player in the nba He's the first team all nba they got three first team all nba players in their starting lineup now
1: yeah it's hard to say that they didn't come out on top I, i just worry about them defensively but i think they'll be fine you know if the if the warriors made it work with with what they had and with Kevon Looney on the roster, I think they'll be yeah, fine.
0: Kevon Looney was their starting center. <laughs> I know, in, interchanging with Javale McGee. Yeah, and when uh, they had Zaza too. And like when they, they got when they got Javale, he was a free agent, I believe, right? He was. They, yeah, yeah. They signed him off the streets, and so now he's yep. a he's a solid starter. I mean, he's starting in Cleveland. He might be starting in Cleveland. I don't know. I, think I don't pay attention to the Cavs that much. Me, I, mean, that, be, <laughs> that I. think <laughs>
1: Drummond's still starting over him. I'm not too sure though. Don't call me on. I that. think
0: they. I think he puts up like maybe like 28 to 30 minutes a game. Like he's getting some no, solid he's a minutes. Solid, like, solid center. Coming off the streets a couple years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. So, I mean, I think the Nets are going to be fine. They're probably going to fill in the roster with some veteran minimums. I think another center is essential. I'm I'm big on it because if they don't protect the paint...
1: You got KD and you got DeAndre Jordan. Who yeah. else are you gonna to play down there? I mean, you know? their
0: bench is kind of iffy, but I mean, yeah,
1: they have three open spots though, so they gotta, got. We'll Joe see how Harris, they fill those out. Man,
0: like he's one of the best three-point shooters in the
1: game. Oh, offense is unmatched. Like they, the they can score points. Is great. Easy. I think the Nets
0: are gonna be fine, man. I think they're gonna be more than okay. People said the same thing. Oh, there's only one ball to put in the hoop. That's what Rudy Gobert said when uh, yeah. the Warriors got KD. Yeah, it's all bullshit, in my opinion. Yeah, the Nets are gonna be fine. I like the Pacers, dude. The Pacers Mm -hmm. have a very quietly solid starting lineup. All right. They got Brogdon. You know, he was all a first team NBA rookie. Mm -hmm. They have uh, TJ Warren who just went off in the bubble. Yeah, I remember that. Miles Turner is fucking nice. (laughs) He was torching up the Warriors last night.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, we almost almost won that. We should have won that game. Yeah, they went but cold at the end. There. Yeah, it's it it like just gr- it's just
0: growing. It's, it's growing pains for the Warriors. Um, Karis Lavert, man, he's a solid. But he's putting up 18 to 20 points a game for you. He plays solid defense. Yeah. Uh, the Pacers have a good team in my opinion. Like, a, and then uh, uh Sabonis, That's who right. is you know they got two stretch four fives on their teams. Like they yeah. stretch the floor. They're dominant inside too. The Pacers are a good team. Very good team, and the
1: the Warriors sized up
0: well against them. And yeah. so
1: you know they beat the Clippers they beat the Kings I was they had a very, very impressed with the stretch.
0: Warriors defense yesterday. Yes, I the Warriors too. defense was very impressive Especially in that first quarter. They were swarming some of the best yeah. defense I've seen that team play since the since the super team we were up like what 15 at one point Yeah, they went up and then they just went cold and I think mm-hmm. the reason um, They didn't end up winning that game is just I think curry was just too passive in that game
1: You think you know, so? The yeah.
0: Warriors play better when Steph is aggressive. He's driving to the hoop. He's getting to the line uh but they played a box and one on him. So it was right. tough. It, it was tough for him to get his looks. But there were a couple looks, especially in Crunch Time in that game, where I thought Curry could have taken the shot and he passed it over. But then again, they're double teaming him, triple teaming him. They're boxing one. A box and one is literally you put one guy on him and then you play like a zone, like a box in the paint. Right. And they all just follow Curry. Yep. The Warriors need to figure out how to beat that box and one because the Raptors gave the Warriors nightmares. Once KD went out, they played a box and one against him against the rest of the series. And they ended Didn't up really on Didn't really do anything. Yeah. And I mean,
1: Andrew Wiggins is starting to play really well.
0: I'm very impressed with Andrew. His offense he's, and his defense. Yeah. He's becoming that player where every single year we said, oh, this is the year he's going to take that next step. He is so he's far, he's it. taking that step.
1: Yeah. Him and Eric Paschal. You're going to, it's like a almost guaranteed you're going to get double digits from them every night.
0: Yeah. I mean, which, the first couple of games of the Warriors, man, I was mm-hmm. looking at him. I was like, dude, this team does not look good. Oh, like, I was it, not convinced. They're either. looking like a play-in team, maybe not even making the playoffs. It yeah. was bad. But I remember I told you I was like, let's let's give him some time. They've only played a couple weeks, less yep. than a couple weeks with each other. Yeah. Just yeah. give him some time to get some reps together, play some games, and then the return of Draymond Green. Like let's not forget that.
1: That was huge. The the amount of plays and, and assists that he can open up and, you know, draw players out to find the open man, that's been huge for the team. Like that that allows uh Oubre and Wiggins to hit down these empty shots and just build their confidence a little bit. But also draws players away from Stephs so that he can make plays. So his yeah, Draymond's arrival's been Incredibly yeah. beneficial I
0: think it's leader, his leadership and kind of mentoring these younger guys on the floor Absolutely. Especially on the defensive side of the floor like i'm watching him on defense and he's communicating he's pointing He's telling everybody where they should be He is he's a necessity on this team. We can't afford him to be injured We've seen the defense when draymond's not playing it's ugly it's rough his yeah. leadership on defense is phenomenal I do want to see him score more points. So I know that's not his job description But literally they are just not respecting him at all like they are in the paint, like his defenders in the paint, giving him these open threes. If he can just hit down that open top of the key, of the key three, three, he used to be able to just force your defender to come play out on you. It'll open up the uh, it'll open up the spacing on the floor more so for getting Steph yeah. open, getting Ubre open. The game just comes down to him hitting open shots because at all the attention's on Steph. Yeah. At all times, whenever he's on the floor. Yep. yep. Uh another warrior I'm very, very impressed with so far, Damian Lee. Yeah, he's hit some clutch threes, hasn't he? <laughs> His job is just to hit the open threes. He's yeah. going to get open. He's going to get plenty of open threes, yeah. and he's been hitting them. He's been playing really well, especially when that second unit comes on. He's, he's the point guard on that second unit. Yeah. I think he's and been he's doing been a solid job.
1: Really well, really, really well. And I'm also impressed with their interior paint play because now they're scoring those baskets that they missed in the first couple games and then, uh, in that uh, restricted area. Oubre like,
0: had a good game last night, finally. Oubre, too, he yeah. multiple threes in one game, finally. Yeah,
1: and he finally, he's doing well in the paint along with Wiseman. And I think that's another key, is as, as the season goes on, Wiseman's also going to get a lot better and play a lot better um, and mesh well with his team. So
0: I like Wiseman a lot. And yeah, he's not getting as many minutes. He's not closing. I know they asked him uh, in his presser recently, um, how does it feel to not be uh, able to close out games? He wants to be able to close out games. But so, man, we have to keep in mind, this kid's 19 years old. Yeah, he'll get there. And he played three college games. <laughs> he's he's basically a high school player coming into the NBA, and he is nice, bro. Like He's got an outside stroke, which I'm sure they're working on all the time. He has yep. inside moves. He's very athletic. He gives me big-time AD vibes.
1: He does. Yeah, same here. Same yes. here. He's a lob threat as well. You see Draymond throwing lobs at him at least twice a game. Yeah. He's got... Phenomenal baseline moves He
0: develops that outside shot even more You know, knocks down consistently like AD can Yeah The spacing on the floor is insane We've seen what AD has done in Los Angeles, right? Yep. He creates so much space on the floor for LeBron So If he, if he can take over that, that KD role of hitting those outside
1: threes Playing the five, playing the center it's it's game. Yeah, it's I mean, I
0: actually want to see Wiseman play more inside. Uh, I think he's actually settles a little bit too much for the perimeter shots right now. I actually want to yeah. see him go inside more, become a, like an interior threat, really become that a uh, post up player, and have those fadeaway shots. Um, with uh, with AD, like he has a good combination of both. He can post you up. He can play face up to the hoop. Yeah, he can shoot from the outside. Wiseman has the potential to be good at all three of those things, which makes him an unguardable player.
1: Yeah, I think if he just develops his ball handling skills a little bit more and um, works on his not settling for shots, like you said, and even just making the right decision, because there's a couple of times where he forces his way to the rim when there's an easy outlet pass, and I've noticed that a couple of times. So it's just developing. He just got to work gonna, on his post up, up game. I think, I think
0: his post up game. He's more comfortable playing face up to the hoop. He just got to work on yeah. his post up game, and uh, once he does that, he's going to be a very dangerous player. He's the future of the Warriors. So I think he's going to be Absolutely. the. He once Steph is gone and Clay is gone, and you know it's going to be a sad day. That's gonna be the guy Weisman. who's gonna be the helm of the franchise, and he's a very, very nice player. Like I just see that those raw talent there.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Um,
0: I love watching him play, and hopefully, he just keeps improving. I definitely see first team all rookie uh, yeah. in him for sure this easily, year. Easily, easily, yeah. Let's transition to some football, huh? Let's do it. It's let's Manifel start with. Uh, let's start some last week. What are some of the games or you know moments that really stuck out to you last uh, last weekend? The Browns.
1: The Browns beating the Steelers. That yeah, without
0: their play caller.
1: Without their play caller. with uh with their special teams uh coach as their head coach, right? Um yeah, that was that was insane. I did not expect the Steelers to come out that flat footed and that, you know, sloppy. They made some bad turnovers. It didn't really surprise
0: me. I'm gonna be honest. Seeing the Steelers come out that flat did not surprise me because during the week I got the vibe that they just weren't taking the Browns seriously. You had Juju in his presser saying yeah. the Browns are going to be the Browns. Claypool too. Claypool was talking his shit. Yeah. It just sounded from what they were saying in their press conferences, they weren't taking them seriously. They let that 11-0 and start really just get to their head.
1: That 11-0 start was bullshit too. They had the easiest. week schedule. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I,
0: I, I feel for, for some Steelers and Steelers fans because the Niners started, what, 10-0 and last year. Yeah. And you had people saying, oh, they got a cupcake schedule. But then they also beat... That The Seahawks, Saints, and then they lost the Ravens, but that mm-hmm. was the little gauntlet they had to go through uh, last year, to which, which kind of proved him. I don't think the Seahawks, uh, the Steelers, sorry, the Steelers, didn't have um, that, kind of like that gauntlet to go through to prove right. themselves. Right. So it kind of got to their heads, I think, over 11-0, and then they dropped that game. They didn't even try against the Browns in Week 17, right? They dropped that game. Yeah, They, put, they trotted out Rudolph. They put Mason out there. Didn't young. really put too much effort. Didn't really take him seriously. You give them bulletin board material like what Juju did. It's the result you're going to get.
1: Yeah, I mean, they give them plenty of motivation that they needed to play well. Um, But even like you have your center, you know, your veteran, you know, 10-year all-star center. The first snap of the game just puts it right over Roethlisberger's
0: head. Yeah, and that Super Bowl against uh, the, the Broncos and Seahawks, right? That's exactly how, That's that, exactly what exactly yeah. how yeah. that game started. Exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah, once that happened, and then, I mean, they just burst it out to 28-0 lead. And then for a second, it looked like the Steelers were coming back. It was 35-23 in the third quarter. I was kind of hoping, you know, they made a game out of it, but the Browns deserve it. I mean, yeah. 1994 was the last time they won a playoff game. I'm happy for them. I really am. Yeah, but uh, it doesn't <laughs> get any easier for them as they're going to be facing um, the Chiefs. This yes, weekend they and, are. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I don't know. In, in KC, I don't know about that one. I mean, if they make that upset, what a story that would be. Personally, I don't see. I think the Chiefs are just so well rounded. I want Chiefs Bills personally. I do too. Um, I think that's going to be just. An amazing game if it happens. You oh, just yeah. have two very similar offenses, two of the best quarterbacks in the game. Very similar quarterbacks as well. Yeah, the Bills do have a better defense. Defenses do travel. This curse is in a lot of jeopardy. I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah, this week, the Bills Ravens game, the outcome yeah, of that let's is. Let's talk Bills Ravens. Well,
0: before we get ahead of ourselves, <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk some Bills Ravens. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, let's do that.
1: So I got, I think the, I have the Bills on this one. I think they're just the better team. I think their Bills defense is too good of a team to let Lamar run all over them and they're going to force him to throw. I think the bills the defense is just too good.
0: I agree with I think this game comes down to Lamar Jackson and it comes down to whether he can hit his uh, His receivers he can make the throws he needs to make because he's not gonna be able to get it done on the ground the whole game I know that Bill's defense is definitely revamped. It's really good. Yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna stack that box of linebackers They're gonna keep at least one linebacker on eyes on him the entire Entire time time. every single play Uh, I mean Lamar Jackson Even if you throw a spy on him, it might not be enough. He's always a potential to break off for a big play. But I do think the Bills will force him to throw the ball. Now, if he can make these throws, you know, if he can throw the ball well, be the playmaker he is, the MVP level, uh, the MVP player he is, they can win this game. It's going to be a close game, I think. I don't think it's going to be no walk in the park for Buffalo.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I just think it depends on if Buffalo can stop that triple read option or that read option. Um, if they can stop that and they can stop the run with Gus Edwards and Mark Ingram and Jacob Dobbins. Is then,
0: Mark Ingram playing? Um, he was hurt yeah, last I'm week. i not sure he actually. So it so might just be Gus Edwards it's and just Dobbins. Dobbins. And yeah.
1: Yeah. But if they can stop that run and force him to throw or force him to do Things he's not used to doing or doesn't want to do, then it's
0: easier said than done. That's true, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, those run first teams, I mean, we've seen the Greg, I've seen this Greg Roman offense before, right? Uh, it it struggles when when it falls down early. Now, last week they fell down early, they came back, they had no issues at all. So, the Ravens, you know, they got the monkey, Lamar Jackson got the monkey off his back, he got his playoff win. That's true, yeah. Uh, this is going to be a real test. I think it's going to be a close game, and I think this is actually the game of the week.
1: Interesting, okay. I can go that. The, the game of the week for me, I think, is going to go the Bucks saints just because it's Brady versus Breeze.
0: Man, that's the game of the week if it was like 2008. <laughs> I, I think these two teams are still really good, though. <laughs> they are good teams, but I, this is one of the first years to me where the NFC doesn't really... It's not as sexy as the AFC. No, they're, uh, they're not as good. I feel like for the Definitely past decade, I've been more intrigued with NFC matchups over the years than AFC matchups. Mm-hmm. I think this is the first year where I'm like, you know what? That AFC side is looking much more exciting than the NFC side.
1: And it's going to stay like that for a while because like, these AFC teams are young. And you know, the Bills are young. The, the Chiefs are
0: relatively young. It's going to it's gonna be uh, interesting next young, five years. Young, amazing quarterbacks in the AFC. The best quarterbacks, the young quarterbacks, the new-gen quarterbacks. Yep. We'll talk a little bit more about quarterbacks a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Ravens, Bills. you said, I have the Bills. Give me a
1: score. Give me a score. Ooh, I think it's going to be low scoring. Um, I'm going to give it,
0: say, 21-10. I'm going to say it's high scoring. I'm going to say 38-35 Bills. Wow, okay. Browns, Chiefs. Chiefs. Score.
1: I'd say like 35-10. Yeah, Chiefs. I would say yeah. like 38-17
0: Chiefs. Like I don't think that one's going to be too close. Right. I mean, I hope it is, but
1: I I, I don't see it <laughs> unless
0: the Chiefs come out really flat-footed, like they did last year against the uh, mm-hmm. Texans. Texans. It was against the Texans when they fell down twenty-four nothing. Oh and yeah, they, they and came they back and just fucking throttled them.
1: Yeah, yeah. It depends on if the Browns can get their run game going or their yeah. They're the two-headed
0: monster and Cream right. Hunt and uh, Nick Chubb. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, but I think I agree with you. I think the Chiefs are gonna are gonna blow them out. All right. What about Bucks Saints, your game of the week?
1: I think that's going to be high scoring. I think that's going to be like 38
0: 35. I can see that one being low scoring, actually, because these quarterbacks are a little bit more inaccurate. Would you say? 38 35. 38 35. Yeah. I'm going to go 2017.
1: 2017. Okay. Who do, you, gonna, who do you have winning though?
0: I got the Bucks winning that Bucks. one. Bucks. Okay. I do too. I, I, I can't bet against Brady, bro. I've done it too many times <laughs> in my life. You learned. I can't <laughs> bet against Brady. Also, Breeze is looking a little sus to me. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm not a big fan of them switching up Taysom Hill and Breeze so much because it's gonna it's bitten them in the ass. Uh, well, it did last week.
0: Yeah, the the fumble. Yeah, uh, yeah, Taysom Hill. I don't know. He he, he annoys me. <laughs> Something about the way they use him. I just like, I think mean, it's fantasy wise. He just fucks you over and fantasy. Yeah, he does. Especially that one week where ESPN listed him as a tight end. Dude, that was the cheesiest thing I've ever seen in my life. When he was the starting quarterback and they listed him as a tight end, like who the yeah. fuck thought that was a good idea? Like what? Um that's a good game though. Like keep your eyes on it. It's probably the last time those two are gonna play against each probably, other. Think about is, it. I think Breeze is probably his last year. I think so. Yeah. I, I think that game just comes down. It's all about the running game, I think, in that one. If the Saints can get Kamara and Latavius Murray going, and they can really pound the ball and take the pressure off Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. I like the Saints' chances. Okay, I but can see that. with Brady, I mean, he's so... I mean, in the playoffs, I got to take Brady. I mean, in the regular season, you know, some games he's on and off. You know, he's inaccurate some games, but it looks like that receiving core is really coming together with Godwin and A.B. is looking really good. Mike Evans, Mike Evans the game is Mike Evans is Mike Evans, bro. Yeah. Like, he's going to... The one of the, two of their three receivers is bound to go off, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then you throw in Leonard Fournette into the mix. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? I like the Bucks chances, I'm not gonna lie. Uh so yeah, I got twenty seventeen bucks. All right, last game we haven't talked about yet, Rams versus Packers. So the Packers you know?
1: are my choice for the from the NFC to make to the Super Bowl. So I got to go Packers on this one. Score? I don't know, but I think they're going to run it up on the Rams.
0: You think they're going to run it up? Yeah. I like the Rams. I like the way they played against the Seahawks. Especially they played really well against Seahawks, actually. They had a backup quarterback coming in mm-hmm. to start the game. He gets knocked out of the game. You have basically your, your backup for the game coming in playing on one hand. He had thumb surgery. Right. What? 10 days ago 11 days prior On his
1: throwing hand too Yeah and they just
0: You can tell they just Did not want him to throw The ball that much And Cam Akers He's really really Turned the corner The second half of the season And last week He looked awesome Yep I told you about Seattle man I told you Yeah you called me on that one Seattle (laughs) That defense was just Not good enough I knew from the beginning Of the year That defense was not Going to hold up And I told you In January and February The defenses are going to What's going to win you games Yeah you did And that defense (laughs) Let them down And Jamal Adams most overrated safety in the league. All right. Cool. He gets a lot of sacks. He's good off the blitz, but he can't do this primary job as a safety, and that's cover. He's that's the weakest part of his game. Yeah. It's very You're true. gonna give up two first round picks for a safety you can't cover. You saw him get who did he get moss by the cup? Cooper Cup mossed the <laughs> shit out of him in that game, right? Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. You can't get mossed by Cooper Cup. Yeah, come right. on. And that defense is just all over the place. Um, the offense, all centered around Russ, you know? Yeah. Us like
1: I- cook. I made that claim when they were like five and a0 when they started five and or six and and I was like, oh, dude, this is the best team in the NFL right now, and I just got way yeah, too carried well, away. it was
0: it was after they uh, got uh, lost the Bills. They got, yeah, f- the Bills yeah. put forty four on him. Yeah, he yeah. said they were going to come back. Yeah, it just all came. There's too much pressure on Russell Wilson in that in that team. You know, they right. they're having him throw the ball more. You know, Chris Carson's a solid running. I mean, they got him for a seventh round pick, but the yeah. problem with the Seahawks is they haven't been drafting well. Mm-hmm. that's their problem so that's why i think the rams you know they had an easy job coming in you know executed their game plan the seahawks just didn't look prepared the packers are way different to aaron Rodgers, is a whole different monster of course but you know? also with the packers i don't know if i'm ready to you know call them a lock because back to is is out you know that's their left right, tackle their left covering tackle. the blind side yeah you know, the rams pass rush it's elite bro you it got is. aaron donald coming in there he's a bad motherfucker yeah. um <laughs> jalen Ramsey's gonna Put the clamps down on Devontae Adams. Adams. I don't know. That's going to be a good matchup. I don't know if he's going to put the clamps on him, but you know, arguably best receiver against the top corner top in the corner. league. Yep. That's going to be a fun matchup. These two teams, I think, match up really well. It's going to come down to how Jared Goff looks.
1: Yeah, I think if he plays well, it's going to be a close one. But I think Aaron Jones is also an, an X factor in this game. If, if he he can get going and get away from that pass Dante rush. Dante
0: Fowler's a linebacker. He's, a, he's Yeah, a linebacker, for the, right? for the yeah, Rams, and yeah. so he's, he's solid, bro. He stuffs up that run. I like the Rams' defense a lot this year. I think their defense kind of took a big step back last year. They yeah. revamped it again this yeah. year. Uh, the defense looks good, but it's going to come down to golf, I'm telling you. Because if he's got to throw the ball 40, 50 times a game, it's going to be a long day for the Rams. And especially, yeah. we have to keep an account. We're playing at Lambeau Field mm-hmm. in January. Yeah. It's cold as fucking Lambeau well, maybe Field. he won't feel his thumb that way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not going to feel anything when you're out there in the <laughs> That's cold. That's <true. laughs> um, So you got to keep that in account. You know, it, it's really tough to win at Lambeau Field in the winter. So you're saying you have the Rams over the Packers? No, I don't think the Rams have enough to beat the Packers. But I'm I, what I'm saying is I don't think the Packers are like a for sure lock this game... It's like a toss-up for you, huh? I'm going to say like 24-10 Packers. Okay. It comes down to golf for me, honestly. It just yeah. if, if they fall behind early, the Rams, they're going to be in a lot of trouble because if they need golf to throw the ball 40, 50 times, I don't think that's going to end well for them. But if Cam Akers, if they can establish a solid run game, run it behind Cam Akers to open up their passing game, doing a lot of play action. McVay, offensive genius, yeah. you know? yeah, He knows how to uh, plan an offense around a team. But... That being said, I don't know if Jared Goff is, is fully healed off that thumb. It's going to be in Lambeau. Just too many factors to, to pick against the Packers, I think, in my opinion.
1: I mean, if he if he's healthy enough to make these throws, it's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. But if he's not, it's it's going to come yeah, up to the, the run. Cam like Akers is,
0: is for sure the X factor yeah. for the Rams offense. If they yeah. can establish the run, they'll be off and running and yeah. the rams defense you know let's see how they look against aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is mvp this year man he mm-hmm. looked amazing that guy does Insane. not age
1: yeah incredible
0: uh but <laughs> nonetheless awesome awesome slate of games coming up this weekend yeah, i'm I very can. excited to just sit on my ass and watch football <laughs> both days all day because these i can't wait these are way better than the wild card matchups in my opinion oh absolutely 100 way more on the line too so so speaking of quarterbacks you know we're talking a little about jared goff for speaking quarterbacks the Niners have some quarterback issues of their own, but as we know, Deshaun Watson been in the news a lot recently. Very unhappy. He is unhappy with his organization. Oh, yeah, rightfully so too. And so, as as normal, rumors start to swirl. Niners are you know the quarterback situation is uneasy, and now this whole Deshaun Watson thing comes up. So naturally, you're going to get a lot of Watson to San Francisco rumors. Are you pro Watson, San Francisco? I am 120
1: percent pro Watson to San Francisco. As long as they don't give up Nick Bosa for it.
0: <laughs> I don't I mean, yeah, that that's a good point. But I dude, I'd said trade fucking Levi's to them if you can. Oh yeah. Take, give everything you want. Take it. Want. Take it all. Yeah. Give them all your picks. Do whatever I'll you give them to. Everything for Deshaun <laughs> yeah. Watson. This guy's a top five quarterback in the league. He is a modern quarterback. Imagine him paired in Shanahan's offense, bro. Just Oh Leonardo DiCaprio gif and wolf of wall street biting my (laughs) That's me thinking about the possibility of Deshaun Watson playing in San Francisco
1: Just having a mobile quarterback who's accurate.
0: I mean just he is the ideal Perfect modern quarterback. He's big. He's strong. He can make he's accurate. He can make great throws He can make plays happen on both his legs and with his arm. Oh, yeah your perfect modern quarterback.
1: Think about the play calling, though, with Deshaun Watson, Debo, Samuel, oh, and Brandon Ayoub. Yeah, and oh, just all, oh the, all the
0: pre-snap motion, all Jeez. the jet sweeps, yep. all, oh, my God, the play action that's going to open act- up the deep threat. Yeah, oh, be, and, my and you have God. your running
1: backs. You got Tevin Coleman and Raheem uh,
0: Chef's kiss. Ooh. Just thinking about it, just chef's kiss. Um, <laughs> that's why I say I would literally, I would trade Jimmy Garoppolo and four first-rounders. For, for Deshaun Watson. Maybe even yeah, five, bro. It's worth it. I Maybe think. even five. Like, I'm, I'm dead <laughs> ass, dude. Like, this... Deshaun Watson... He's, he's a franchise quarterback. Yeah, and he's 24, 25 he's years old. Not it's even your, in his prime yet. He's your quarterback for the next 10 years,
1: you know? Yeah, absolutely.
0: And he's not even in his prime yet. Yeah. He's still young. <laughs> exactly. You throw the fucking bank at him if, oh, I'm, yeah. if, I'm, the, uh, if I'm the Niners. But there's like... <laughs> I don't know, dude. Niners Twitter pisses me off, dude. They... They always look to ruin my day. There's a decent <laughs> faction of Niners Twitter it is, yeah. that doesn't want Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah. I literally saw an article by, you know, I think it was all 49ers SI. Mm-hmm. Those guys, questionable takes over there. <laughs> but there was an article where they said why the Niners should not trade for Deshaun Watson and how, you know, people want Jimmy to be the starting quarterback next year. After what you've seen this year, I just don't understand how you can have that take. It makes no sense to me.
1: Even after all we've seen last year, Going to the Super Bowl with Jimmy. I would still rather have Watson in that team over Jimmy G Exactly easily.
0: I mean I saw a tweet from one of the guys from all four SI. He, oh he goes The NFC the final four in the NFC the rest of the quarterbacks in the NFC are all pocket-passing quarterbacks Therefore the Niners shouldn't be so desperate to go for a a mobile quarterback It's just a just stupid fucking take in my opinion you think about it Okay Let's look at the quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers, Hall of Fame quarterback, he's hitting forty. Yep. Tom Brady, he's forty fucking three. Yeah. Drew Brees is forty one. Yep. And the last quarterback you have in that group is Jared Goff, who Not probably mobile, has but... the most questionable contract as a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. If being honest, like he, very similar to Jimmy G. Honestly, like Goff and Jimmy G are pretty much the same level for me. Except Goff makes like. Ten, fifteen million, ten million more a year, I think. Yeah, yeah he, he makes like forty a year, right? he's, yeah, he's he making thirteen lot. million more than Jimmy G. Yeah, it's a and rough he's contract, like, and he's, he's locked m- in for the next like what three years, right? Yeah, I
1: think so. And uh, McVeigh loves golf clearly, so I don't. I don't think, think McVeigh. I don't think he does, dude. Really, I, I think he likes. And I think he likes golf, mm, but I mean, regardless no. of the fact, he's he's a little bit more mobile than Jimmy G, but just not mobile enough to be compared with like Josh Allen Josh or Allen, Patrick or Pat Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah, he's just not not that elite in terms of being a
0: so uh, that's what I'm saying this that tweet is just so fucking stupid cuz let's just look at the AFC side of things. Yeah. Allen, Mahomes, Baker. Uh who's the last quarterback I'm missing? Uh Lamar. Lamar, yeah. Dude. <laughs> those are the final four in the AFC and I guarantee you that <laughs> Breeze and Brady are not going to be going for championships the next 3-4 years, you know. Nope. I told I said on a on a podcast a few episodes back, I said the the pocket passing quarterback, the NFL is dying. If you yeah. want to be a quarterback in the NFL, you have to be able to make plays with your legs and your arm. Yep. Just yep. getting it done in the pocket does not do it anymore. Defe- uh, defenses are better, they're more athletic. Uh, your uh, pass rushers are just that's way what quicker. Pass bad. rushers are getting quicker every single year, they're getting yeah. stronger every year. Yeah. You're getting Bosas every single year, you know? Bosas, Chase, Chase Youngs. Young's. Yeah. And these guys are going at the top every single year, and they're only going to keep getting better.
1: Yep, they're going to keep getting quicker, stronger, faster. They're only going to have oh, less man. time
0: in the pocket to make plays. Yeah, which
1: is why you need a Deshaun Watson.
0: Exactly. So hopefully they land Deshaun. That's a story to keep up with. I hope he's still unhappy with Houston. I hope he stays uh, unhappy. If yeah. not, we got to pick a quarterback in my opinion. And uh, Yeah, I mean, I
1: think it looks really good for Deshaun too. I think everything is – the defense is set. You have a solid running game. You have a good core of wide receivers. You aside have a from Kendrick genius. Warren. And you have Kyle Shanahan, <laughs> the yeah, the genius, genius calling your plays. Exactly, he's gonna, he's gonna they're gonna make each other look good, you know. And so I think that's a beneficial relationship. Oh, that's that. like three
0: Super Bowls in five years. Easy I with that defense, it's a lock. Oh, dude. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, I mean, hopefully it happens. We'll see if it comes into fruition. But just very exciting stuff happening in football. Whether it's Niners, whether it's the playoffs, it's just an awesome time to be a football fan. So much entertainment on the way. Let's segue over to another football player. Oh, You know, we know who I'm talking about? I do. Matt James. Okay, let's yeah. play that. Yeah, let's go. Let's b- transfer into The Bachelor. There it is. We need to find a new song, a uh, new sound for The Bachelor because we're not doing fantasy we do. we're not this doing season. Fantasy. So yeah. like that is... <laughs> it's it's the reason the we're not doing fantasy sound. is just
1: because we wanted to tr- like take on a different avenue and take on things to see what works best yeah but. we're just
0: gonna recap them you know see how some of these girls relate into the girls that we might have dated in the past uh, <laughs> but fantasy bachelorette is or bachelor is it's not done yet might make, might make a comeback Probably make a comeback you still have to eat that meat mountain sandwich yeah i was
1: hoping you wouldn't bring that up i was i was like
0: <laughs> i think you forgot i think i went oh, no, <laughs> i'm busy editing some videos this week but i haven't <laughs> forgot we will get that we'll done. get there we'll yeah. get that done as soon as i'm done with this video so okay i'll make that a deal and we'll i'll Bring the camera i'll bring the, the little tripod for it. We'll go to rv's together. Oh god, and we'll get that bitch done
1: Yeah, i'm not looking forward to that. But yes, we we do have to do that. I'm a man of my word. So we'll, we'll do that Can't wait for
0: that <laughs> Let's just dive right into last week. Uh last was it last night No, two nights two ago. Nights ago. We watched yeah. it last night. Yes Yeah, uh, let's go in right into it. Uh number one thing. I think that's on everybody's mind that we can't escape is uh lovely lovely victoria
1: I get mad just when like her face pops up. There's just, just something at face, about dude.
0: Victoria's, bro. Like there's something about Victoria's <laughs> that is just fucking toxic, just <laughs>
1: crazy toxic, just kind of psychotic. Like it, it's kind of scary what like I saw a tweet.
0: Because you know how like her eyes kept like swelling up, like the bags under her eyes kept swelling (laughs) up. They said with the the more she lies, the bigger the bags get. So she's kind of (laughs) like Pinocchio in that (laughs) way. That's what I saw. Her gaslighting though is like. Yes, that
1: is what I want to talk about.
0: Next level, yeah.
1: I mean, she she gaslit maryland which is her roommate right they live in this they sleep together which i don't know room. why
0: they have roommates that fucking palace is i know huge. Like, <laughs> how are they how are they bunking together that makes no fucking sense
1: <laughs> given that they're their own rooms for god's sake but yeah the way she gaslit maryland and then played matt into thinking that she was in the right and that maryland was in the wrong i'm not saying oh i am saying that victoria was in the wrong <laughs> actually because she's a fucking psycho but yeah uh matt's gonna have to like see through that bullshit sometime soon but as of now, like Matt's all on board and I know they cut the uh, rose ceremony, ceremony short when Sarah had that anxiety attack or almost fainted or whatever, but I really don't want Victoria to be in the next, next episode.
0: I don't think the producers like, I mean, not the, I don't think Matt wants her there. Like I'm pretty sure he doesn't. I saw another tweet yeah. where a guy was like, Matt, it's like Matt. I don't want Victoria to be on the show, producers, and it's that video from uh <laughs> from Britain. Yeah. I don't think you have the facilities for that big man. <laughs> and yeah, I'm the, like, isn't that the fucking truth? Like,
1: producers are for sure forcing him to be like, yeah, she has to have a rose. <laughs> like, you can't not oh, give her sure. rose. Yeah, yeah she they has. want they want her on the show, causing all the trouble she can.
0: Yeah, they have to, and uh, she's
1: planted there for
0: sure. Is yeah, I mean, I think there's like part of her seventy five percent of it is like been played up, but I think like a solid twenty five percent of it is. Actually, her personality—she's scary. I'm a queen. I'm a queen. The queen is here. You guys are all queens. Only child vibes, bro. Huge only (laughs) child vibes.
1: She was given a little too much attention growing up. That's what I'm saying. A little too. A A little too much. much. I think that's just
0: a valley girl thing, bro. As like as a guy who's dated girls from the valley. You have some uh, past experiences. (laughs) I think they. I think girls from the valley have to go through like gaslight training courses, (laughs) (laughs) like just to grow up in the valley. (laughs) It's crazy, dog. Like. A lot of these girls I've met from the valley, especially the ones I've dated, dude, the gas, like, when I see Victoria, it gives me PTSD, because I'm like, I have been gaslit like this before. Like
1: you've dated a Victoria before. <laughs> I yeah. have, yeah.
0: And, like, I'm just like, the gaslighting and how, like, nothing is their fault, it's always, like, playing down to, like, make sure, like, to, to make you think that, like, you're the problem. Yeah, yeah. Dude, oh, my God, it's Just this what she girl. did to Marilyn, exactly, you know. And what was she even fucking mad? I watched this episode I couldn't put my finger on what she was upset about. Cause she I was know. like, You like you hurt my feelings a little? And like Marilyn wants to go apologize to her. And in my head, I'm like, what is she apologizing about? I know.
1: There's there's nothing that Marilyn said was wrong, I don't think. I don't think she was mean or anything at what all. What
0: was it that she said though? Like she was like. Her off.
1: She was like, I, I just want to talk to you and, and and like get to know you better so I understand like how you think and how you like work. <laughs> but Matt also said the same thing when they had their like one-on-one talk. Matt was like I just want to get to know you better so that I can see why you are the way that you are. (laughs) And then when he said it, Victoria was like, oh, that's
0: so sweet. Thank you so much.
1: But when Marilyn said it, she got all mad. So definitely some gaslighting going and she's definitely playing Matt.
0: And it's also hilarious. She's like, I don't want to be on the group date. I don't want to be. And then like literally right after she gets thrown off to the group group date, date, (laughs) which is, you know, when once you say that the producers are going to throw you on the group date. Yeah. Yeah. But she's just all over the place man like gaslighting making fun of people just really really annoying person Uh, also a trump supporter according to her Instagram Yeah there was a flag It was a little flag yeah. And then people In the comments Some people were saying Like oh it's a New York New Giants York, flag yeah. I'm like the New York Giants don't have Stars on their flag yeah. like what <laughs> uh, That makes Complete sense to me Makes you know? a lot of sense the, I mean she probably Studies like some Trump tape before Entering the show She's like alright How does Trump gaslight I gotta take some Notes down <laughs> On top of her You know Valley girl Introductory to gaslighting <laughs> Courses that she had To take growing up Yeah she, she <laughs> took two
1: Gaslighting courses So she's She's set She is an
0: expert In gaslighting I'm what she gonna do though like
1: i don't see her making it past but your favorite brie yes she, she yes. did very well on her uh, one-on-one date she's looking good she's looking real good i mean physically
0: and in the show she's looking really good <laughs> uh yeah i no complaints i said from the beginning when i saw her i was like yo she she's gonna make it far especially because she's half persian and that's just my theory dude if you have half persian in you you're set <laughs> you're <laughs> yeah. fucking set i've <laughs> never met a bad looking half persian person with the full persians it's either hit or miss i'm gonna be honest sorry my fellow persians (laughs) you're hit or miss if you're if you're full but if you're half you're like a 98 percent hit like it just goes for like
1: brown people in general because i feel the same way about nepali people too (laughs) really
0: like like half nepali have you met like a half nepali half white person yeah i have good looking good looking yeah you you get the full white then you know, you age kinda like right. you age like milk. You kinda mm. But you
1: have some of that like melanin in you, that tan melanin, and it's yeah, like it you have the, of the everything best of both up. worlds. Yeah. yeah, then all of a sudden you're not aging like milk anymore. You're, you're <laughs> you you're age like fine wine. Right you're there. an
0: Instagram influencer.
1: You yeah. just got that melanin. Just need that melanin in you.
0: And she opened up about uh, her family, how you know her mom had her at thirteen, which is crazy. That's crazy. Like yeah. I want to know more about. Like, did she have her in Iran? Like, I kind of want to know that story. Yeah, like, yeah. I want to know who. Like, does she know who her dad is? Did she ever say who she? Kn- I I'm wanna not too know, sure. I, I want to know she more about this she story. Did know
1: her dad a little bit? She has a relationship with her dad. I don't okay. know how how well it well, is. Well, her
0: but. mom apparently is like starting on like a new family. Yeah, and she's she like doesn't two feel kids. a part of it.
1: Yeah, so she's like looking for a home. That's what she said. And I think Matt like took that to heart because I like, think that's what he's looking for too, but.
0: She's gonna be in Fantasy she, Suites, I think. She's yeah. gonna make
1: it. She's gonna make it that far. I think so. And she's early on too, so she's got a potential. A lot of potential for that.
0: Yeah, I like her a lot. I think she's gonna make it far. Another front runner in your opinion. Your front runner. My front runner. is yeah. Sarah.
1: Sarah. First of all, can I just say that these dates are amazing? The ATV date and then the, oh, yeah. the airplane date. <laughs> they Holy f- shit! Fell dude. off the ATV. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was romantic. You know, they fell off and then they cut it and then they like. Reshot it while they were like on top of each other. That shit's
0: hella dangerous. <laughs> like falling off an ATV. I had a buddy who fell off an ATV and the ATV fell on top of him, and it like he had second degree burns down his leg because the ATV oh, fell geez. on him. So when I saw that ATV fall, I was like, bro, they're like laughing and shit. Like I've seen what an ATV yeah. can do to someone. That shit's dangerous.
1: Yeah, and then they made it seem like they fell like perfectly on like in each other's arms. Did they start and like, on, like making out after. I think so. Yeah, they <laughs> <actually> did. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That is so awful, so bro. It's like, oh, my God, you almost 40. had a life-threatening injury. Let's fucking make out on top of <laughs> in the ruins of the ATV. Oh, my God. And then the airplane day with Sarah, like, dude, that's just. I had PTSD with that airplane because it reminded me of Pete's season, Pilot Pete, and that season fucking sucked. So I was like, oh, dude, just no more airplanes. Like, please, no more. Because all we had to hear that whole season was, he's a pilot, he's a pilot, Pilot Pete, oh, airplanes, Pete. and flying is a big part of my life. Yeah. I'm just enough with the fucking airplanes. And that was one of the worst seasons I watched.
1: What? Sarah and Bree both opened up a lot and, like, did really well in their day. Sarah's
0: taking care of her father who has ALS. ALS, yeah. And that's tough. When Matt said, you know, what can I do to make this, you know, easier for you? Yeah. That's, I've never actually seen a contestant that early on, you know, give that kind of reassurance. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think she's going to make it far.
1: I I was, I, like, had a huge smile when he said that because I was like, holy shit, that's, like. I would have never thought of like saying that on, a, th- on like a show on national television. But the fact that he actually said that I mean, shows he actually cares. So just a good guy. Good guy, Matt.
0: Yeah. I mean, so with Sarah now, I'm sorry to burst your bubble. Remember mm-hmm. how I bursted your bubble last season with, um, with who was it? Who was it? Bennett. Ben.
1: Ben. Yeah. Remember how I was ben. like, you
0: know, kind of like giving you little digs at Ben? Yeah. I think with Sarah, I think the whole situation with her father and her being there. I think that's going to catch up to her and I think she might she's going to be the one to, to voluntarily like leave. leave. Yeah. I because th- maybe her father's condition might get worse. I don't know or like she'll feel bad about being away from him. Yeah. I th- I just have a feeling that's going to be the reason why she leaves and goes back and she's the one to be like the oh no like the surprise person to like leave.
1: It's definitely a possibility. Who I can see was, that. Anyone, who was did
0: anyone who's the surprise uh the person who left by surprise last season? No, Brendan, not not Brendan was it?
1: No, he didn't leave voluntarily. Oh. oh he did he did he did leave because he was like I'm not ready for this or like it's too soon after my marriage or something yeah and I think it
0: was bef- yeah. It was the week before the honeymoon or the, the fantasy suites yeah he kind of dropped the oh you know it's happening kind of fast and I told you I was like dude I think he's gonna leave early and he ended up leaving early he did yeah you called that one so I think she's the one this season who's gonna be like the heartbreaking like no like the fan favorite who leaves like vault on their on their own grounds
1: yep yep and I'm like I'm like the perfect audience member that producers want because I fall right into that oh, trap yeah, <laughs> Burst your bubble. Telling I know him. I uh, think
0: so. I mean, that's that's gonna be my prediction for the season as of now you know, okay. things things can change definitely definitely But I'm just dealing like pers- like I'm just trying to put myself in her shoes Like I'd feel I feel guilty leaving my parents house to like go see my friends like during the pandemic, like, see like you like when we first started doing the show yeah, like yeah. at your house Yeah, I'd feel bad like leaving my parents like in a pandemic for like two three hours Leaving your dad for this ALS for like months and in a pandemic Dude, that's, that's tough. But yeah, I would, I just, I can't imagine the guilt. Like you feel guilty, you know, like when you don't see your parents for a long time kind of, and you know, if something, like God God forbid something happens to them, like there's like guilt that comes with that, right?
1: Maybe that's why she passed out too in the rose ceremony, because she just has so much pressure and like guilt and so much going on. Just have that
0: in the back of your conscience, I think it's really, really difficult. So I can totally see her leaving and you can't really blame her if she does. Like that is just, I mean, that's just a terrible season the terrible thing to have to deal with yeah what about rachel now let's move on from our front runners rachel i think is still considered a front runner
1: yeah she's in the she's in the hunt she's in the race for sure she's, she's the not. one
0: who uh who started crying after the the original oh, toast yeah, right? yeah that was so fucking that was red flag number one for me when i saw that <laughs> i was like all right bitch like calm down like it's, yeah
1: she did uh get a little dramatic there um
0: I mean I think she we haven't seen too much
1: of her, like a like a one on one with We've Matt seen yet. much more of her off <laughs> the show off than, the, yeah. than on the show. Yeah. Uh,
0: and it all started I remember the first episode before I watched the first episode on my TikTok, I saw I saw a video that this girl was accusing her of like, you know, making fun of her for like dating a black guy. Yeah. And yeah. I was, like, at and, like first, bullying her. Yeah. And at first I was like, Oh, you know, like maybe it's a girl trying to get attention on TikTok. Like that shit kinda happens. Right. But then there's, like, more things that come out. Yeah. There's more Instagram posts that come out. There's more posts that she liked that yeah, come out. Yeah, yeah. And then we do a little bit digging. We did some digging. Mm-hmm. We looked up our hometown, Cummings, Georgia. In
1: Forsyth County.
0: And literally on their Wikipedia page, they have a whole fucking section, a whole, like, two, three sections on just, like, racial issues that occurred. Yeah. Where she's from.
1: And then the whole, uh, what was it, like, the... Like white people in Georgia, like the yeah, Cumings, so like, like in her away. in her
0: county, as yeah. like, in like 2007, it it was like 70 percent white at like the their like public high schools, and in 2017, it's down to 30 percent because more Asians are coming to in the area to to settle down there, and it's making the schools more competitive. Which you're a fucking pussy Like the white people Who left Cummings County Because of that You guys are fucking pussies Dude raise your children To be hard workers Like what yeah. I had to deal with that In my high school Like
1: Yeah me too I had a yeah. very
0: big Asian Indian population In my yeah. high school And my high school Is one of the more Competitive high schools Like public high schools I think in the nation And I felt the pressure But you know I'm not a pussy I'm not gonna like just, just
1: get up and move I'm just, like, Yeah I'm just not yeah. gonna Go down <laughs> to
0: like Fuck I don't know Fucking Aptos or something To go to school there, You <laughs> know like I'm not gonna do that
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Rachel, I don't know, not not a lot of good things. I totally believe coming
0: I totally believe the the race the racial stuff. I, I, I believe it.
1: I think there's enough evidence out there to just
0: yeah. the the evidence of just where she comes from.
1: Yeah. Just type it in on Google if you guys haven't heard of this before, but just look up her, her Instagram uh posts of a couple parties where she dressed up in a few costumes, we'll say, and uh look up the TikToks where people are calling her out. Yeah, there's like it's, a lot of
0: Instagram like DMs going through like, oh my God, she bullied me and cheer, she bullied me here, like she's a bully apparently. Yeah, yeah. And it's two weeks in a row now. I wonder how far she makes it. What if it gets? What if something even bigger comes out and she? The producers are like, dude, we got to cut her. <laughs> you got
1: to get out. You, like get off. The how show. <laughs> far does she
0: make it? How far does she make it though? Because you know, if she makes it pretty far, they <laughs> they
1: can't. Ooh, they've been painting yeah. her
0: in a pretty positive light so far.
1: Yeah, so far. Nothing bad on her. Um, I think Matt has like a general initial attraction to her, like hey, physically. Good. She is good looking. Yeah, but they haven't really had any like conversation time, really. So. She
0: hasn't addressed any of these like racial things yet, huh? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think she, she has yet. Yeah, I don't think so. So we got to keep an eye out for that because yeah. it's starting to is really starting to heat up on social it media. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, last but not least, we're left with a cliffhanger of Sarah passing out. So what do you where do you think that's gonna go?
1: Um, I think she'll be fine. I think she just like you said, we, we had she had too much pressure. Um, just with her dad feeling guilty, just pressure to be on the show. She might leave.
0: There's a very yeah, it's strong a, it's a possibility. possibility that she might yeah. leave because of that, I think. So. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean <laughs> I think she'll be all right. I don't think she'll leave. Well, she could leave ASAP. I hope she stays. Like I she seems w. like a
0: very genuine girl. I mean, we gotta we gotta root on for our journalists, you know. We gotta yeah, root them on. That's true, that's true. <laughs> Come on, Sarah. All right. So the goal of the Bachelor at the end of the day is for you know, get a proposal. Yeah. I think that's a good segue into top bands because we're going to talk a little bit more about Ooh, proposals. I see what you
1: did there. Okay, well, let's I'm getting let's better on. at this transition <laughs> thing. Are. Well, here we go, top bands. <laughs> yeah, that was smooth. You like it?
0: I'm getting better at it. You know, at first, it was like, it, we sounded very structured when we wanted to move on to different topics. Like, all right, yeah. so next up is this. And now we're gonna, you know, we're, we're working we're on, on up. it. they are moving on up. Yeah.
1: But our top band story this week is... Yeah, around the baseball world, it's Mookie Betts, uh, the outfielder Dodgers for the Dodgers. are back
0: in the news it's been, it's been a long time. I think our first episode they were oh, the yeah. like, we, we haven't touched him since. We
1: bashed on him so hard. <laughs> but Mookie Betts proposed to his girlfriend after 15 years
0: of dating. Damn, bro. Well, a little, little too fast for me. Yeah. All right. Well, there, okay, <laughs> well good so luck. Mookie's
1: Mookie's 28. Um, which means that they started dating when he was 13 and they met in middle school So that's insane around the same age. Yeah middle school middle school I think about my middle school like relationship. Are there any
0: couples? <laughs> are there any couples from like your middle school or high school that that are still stuck today
1: high school? Yeah, not middle school though.
0: I don't even think any of my high school friends or relationships lasted really there was this one couple I remember I wasn't really that close to them uh, they started dating, I think, in like sixth or seventh grade. Like, we went to middle school with each other, and they lasted throughout high school. But I think they broke up, uh, like first or second year, once they hit college. Ah, it's college. tough, to, yeah, yeah, once you get to college, it's so it's tough. I'm such an asshole too because there's a couple guys who joined our house who had high school like relationships coming into the house, and I told them I was like, I don't know how deep you're in, but I'm gonna tell you right now, like if it's if you don't have any you have any reservations about the person you're dating you're going to have to break up with them cuz there's <laughs> going to be a lot of like girls here and i'm just telling you right now dude i'm wanna i'm trying to make your life easier we're
1: but, trying to help them out but you know it's it's a both valid point of them ended
0: up breaking up with their girl yeah. <laughs> had a great time in college yeah. so i mean dude no it's listen, a valid point i'm not i'm not trying to ruin relationships i'm just trying to you know promote individual growth
1: <laughs> but okay so middle school they he proposed 15 years later so he's they're 28 they have a two-year-old baby girl and you gave her a seven carat rock i mean that that
0: that contract he got from the dodgers (laughs) i mean you better be at least five carats (laughs) (laughs) but what do you think like the
1: average like ideal waiting period before you have to like date somebody and then propose yeah i
0: would say in our current age say minimum minimum three years of dating minimum
1: okay i agree with that that's my minimum
0: uh because I don't know maybe first year or two just casual dating and then maybe after the second year if I'm really serious like move in with them for a year and if I'm like you know head over heels I'll do it by by 3 years but I don't think I would propose before you know dating someone for at least 3 years and moving in with them
1: yeah I think I think 5 years is like the max I would take it even that's yeah. like a stretch though for me, I mean, at, for the, me. at
0: the age we're at now, like, <laughs> yeah. it's funny, too, because I've been thinking about this more and more, like, proposal, marriage, none of that shit ever, like, really crossed my mind. Until I would say, like, this year, when I'm, like, you know, I'm 25, I'm turning 26 yeah. this year. In my head, I'm, like, can I afford another two, three-year relationship and kind of end it with a dud and then and restarting at 28, 29? It's it's The tough. pressure... Cranks up when you hit 28 29 and Yeah you're really You're still does. single right Oh your
1: parents Especially being brown bro Dude my dude. parents
0: <laughs> My parents are starting to like They didn't really say shit about You know settling Finding a good girl <laughs> they, Like last year It was when they Really my mom at least She's like you know It's time that we You need to find a good girl You know <laughs> and start dating them And you know Eventually think about settling down Dude my
1: mom said the same thing to me This like Literally in like November Wow
0: <laughs> yeah dude It's coming up It's coming yeah. up But well, weren't you in a relationship In November though
1: uh, well, i just gotten out of one in November. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was early It's November. already been like two months? It's been like three months, yeah. Wow, dude. Time fucking I know, fly. dude. It's dude. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But like, my like sister's getting in a serious relationship, so now she's taken care of. My parents turn their attention it's on just me all and all, all the family friends are looking at me. And welcome, they're like, welcome. oh, who's a lucky lady and all that. But it's crazy because now, like getting to this age, we're not dating to date. We're like dating to marry, which is... Like intense. Yeah, like in
0: college, like you were really just dating to kind of date. I don't know. You, depends. Depends. It, it really depends. But like, I think for me, at least in college, I didn't really have a good idea of like, you know, who I was really compatible with. I think it was more just I was going off like, you know, maybe physical appearance or, you know, initial yeah. attraction. I think that's what I was from high school to college. That's what I was right. initially going off. Just initial, initial attraction, honestly. I think after my last relationship, I think for me, I have my eyes way more wide open on dude, compatibility.
1: Same here, dude. that's that's such a, like a big shift for me. like when I realized that, I was like, wow, that shit actually matters. like first of all, uh, initial attraction is important and all, but like if you're not compatible, if you don't like jive and like vibe well with each other, It's not going to work out and and you might jive
0: well with each other for like a year or so But like once you get past that first year That's when like the compatibility really starts taking a test. Yeah, that's really when the test comes up Because I remember like my last relationship the first year was smooth sailing everything was fine You know attraction honeymoon phase, but you know once you start seeing each other like every single day, you know (laughs) That like honeymoon phase wears off the compatibility really fucking matters. Oh,
1: yeah Oh yeah, you gotta have some interest uh, similarities. And
0: I mean, like, look at us—like we're two huge guys on sports. You know, we love our sports. Yeah. I'm not saying I need a girl who's an encyclopedia on sports. <laughs> I don't need all. that. But okay. I need someone who's gonna like sit next to me and like be excited, like with me. You don't even have to like the team, but like you know, be excited with me. Ask me questions. You don't have to be an expert on it. Yeah. But yeah. if like you know, you're a not, general interest. In, but if you're like sport. not into it like at all, and you know, you want make no effort to be into it. That's going to be a for, for me at least. That's going to yeah. be like a potential roadblock because sports have been such a big part of my life, my whole life.
1: Right, right. Sports, not just watching sports, but playing sports for both of us. You know, it's yeah. it's a huge, huge deal. Being active,
0: deal. not being lazy. Like exactly. These are the things yeah. you learn about people, like years down the line, is actually like insane.
1: Not just not just about people, but like about yourself in a relationship, and like mm-hmm. when you get out of a relationship or while you're in it, you learn so much about yourself, and you're yeah. like, wow. I I actually need these things. I just
0: look at my mindset of like dating in college and I was just, it was all like attraction for me. I did not look anything into personality. I didn't look anything into, you know, compatibility. I was just looking straight off like, oh my God, we would look great in pictures together. Yeah. Or like, (laughs) I can like show you off to my friends because you're fucking hot. Like, don't get me wrong, being physically attracted to someone is important. Important, yeah. But we didn't really think about, you know, (laughs) what goes past Instagram. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) The behind the scenes, we really didn't, uh, really take into account and uh, now that we're getting older we it's it shifts everything changes exactly All right. Yeah. So let's
0: say, you know, the next person you date, you know Reluctantly you end up marrying. Hopefully sure. Yeah, hopefully any ideas of the proposal of what you want to do
1: Oh, I've actually I've wa- I watch so many proposal videos on like YouTube and TikTok and like you like catch me like midnight just bawling like <laughs> I'm, 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 okay. It's just like they're so fucking like cute and like romantic
0: Kind of like how girls... So, you know how girls, like, they have, like, their whole wedding planned out. Right. Well, not all. Of them, most of them I've ever met. They have, like, their wedding planned out, the dress they want to wear, the ring they want to get, what kind of, like, function they want to throw. That's true. I feel like a
1: scavenger hunt proposal would be the best. Like... Leaving clues around in different locations for
0: them to find, and which is funny because I did like a scavenger hunt for like asking my girlfriend out in high school to prom. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, well, similar, but though, it's like you know like the same. H-
0: a higher, grander scale, probably, right, right. right? Not like you know, here are the clues around in the high school, like and you got to go to the science and building and go to the math <laughs> that's building. That's what I yeah.
1: did. <laughs> <laughs> which is fun, which is great for high school and like proms and stuff because it's like yeah, it has got like a romantic feel to it. But maybe like something more romantic for like a proposal for like marriage, you know, even like a destination proposal, like while traveling
0: would be dope. Yeah, I think my cousin did his in uh, Hawaii. He did a destination proposal for sure. I think one of the ones I saw that really stuck out to me, I watched it a while ago. This guy, I think, proposed to his girl. She came back on a flight from like JFK. He was like a musician. I think she also was a musician. And this guy was literally like. I think he got, like, a group of, like, singers, and then he got, like, a group of, like, other singers, like, a bunch of singers, like, started coming together, and they were, like, singing about, like, the proposal and, like, walking her towards him, and it ended with him, like, singing the song on the guitar. Damn. He, like, wrote this whole song, Damn. and I looked at that, and I was like, ooh, someone's chopping up onions, baby, yeah. someone's <laughs> chopping onions, that's fucking great. I mean, I'm learning how to play guitar now, so if I can, you know, yeah, incorporate that down, yeah, if we can incorporate that down the line, yeah, yeah. I'll help
1: you out. You help me out. We'll play background for each other, and we're we're set.
0: Ooh, it sounds like a plan, dude. And then we can put it on the sideline banter Instagram. (laughs) 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 Like, refer back to episode twelve. Refer back to episode twelve six years ago. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we're like on episode like four (laughs) hundred twenty-six. Oh my god! You know
1: what? You know what we dope though. If like we got to go, like we got to go to like London or like in Europe or anywhere. And like you got to propose at, um, on the Arsenal field and I got to propose at like Sanford Bridge or something like right in the center circle. Yeah. That'd be dope.
0: I don't know. I have some reserved feelings about proposing at sporting events (laughs) because I've seen so many videos of people getting rejected at sporting events. I don't know. There's like a lot. We were talking about this before the show. Like, would you propose at a sporting event? Like, it's one thing proposing on the field. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's another thing like at a game. And I've been at multiple games where proposals have happened. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it.
1: It's awkward, right? Because you got to do it. Like, if you do at the beginning, you have a whole game to just sit next to each other and be like, yeah, so we're getting married. With everyone sitting around around you. (laughs) you, Just watching you the entire time to see how you act. No, I'm good. Even if you do it at halftime, you still have, like, half the game left. There's also,
0: I've seen so many rejections at sporting events, like, online, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, Can you imagine getting rejected in front of, like, thousands of people? Dude, that's the most devastating thing that could possibly happen to a guy. Some of them, I think, are, like, fake. Like, they can't be real. But... What goes through some women's minds? Like, how, how cruel can you be? To like, I mean, if you're proposing to someone, like, you have to have like, you know, some certain like, you know, you've had to talk about it at least. Right, at right. You know, it's not like a complete toss Surprise, up. Like asking man. someone to like homecoming, it's not yeah. a to toss up. <laughs> it's like, you're pretty sure she's gonna say yes.
1: Yeah, but so, I've seen those videos where girls just like run into the locker room. They're like run crying out.
0: and they're running huh. out. Like, yeah, dude, yeah. you're a bitch. Like, damn. <laughs> at least say yes and then like <laughs> oh, say, later on, later. say no later. Yeah. yeah. What's wrong with you over the thousands of people? Do you have a soul? Oh
1: man. <laughs> yeah, I see where you're coming from. It's it's a you know it's hard in their position you're, you're put right on the spot so i get it and that's like your initial reaction but like if you if you're composed just say I, like, I would do that
0: just like i'd be like we need to talk and then say yes there yeah yeah and then you know have your little shit show party talk in the yeah. tunnel but not in front of thousands of fucking I people i don't know man that
1: a little like we need to talk but yes for now that's that a scary thing.
0: proposition for me <laughs> oh, shit uh, One
1: day, it, it's not here yet, so we, we, got, some we got some time. We got some time, you know, we
0: can probably talk about it on a couple more episodes, <laughs> plan it out with, our, it with out. our listeners, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> but on the, speaking of like dating and like stuff like that, you know what really grinds my gears that I just noticed? Yeah. So What's I like, up? I like just got back onto these like dating apps, like. Ah, welcome back. <laughs> yeah. It's been, a, it's been <laughs> a long two, like two and a half years I've, I've been on. Yeah. I haven't been on, so now I'm back on and I've noticed that like all these dating apps are on your phone. And your phone automatically capitalizes the first letter of every sentence, right? Why? Tell me why these girls or some of these guys maybe are going out of their way to type all lowercase.
0: Dude, I don't know. Why? This just bugs why? me too. I think I, I can literally go through my phone after this and show you like at least two, three girls I'm talking to on yeah, Hinge. Same. And they just go out of their way to type it all like lower caps. I know. Like why are you doing that? So I think it's a tab. sign of a toxic person. I think <laughs> you might be a to I go that far but. You might be a toxic person if you just are against uh, typing in in the uppercase on your first letter. Yeah. Why?
1: Like you have to go out of your way to tap that like up arrow yeah and then, and then start what you want to say. And then when you start a new sentence, you do the same thing over again. I think
0: that's a a red flag, bro. I
1: think it bugs me so much. It's not a deal breaker. It just, like, bugs me.
0: You know, it's not a deal breaker, but it's for sure a red flag. You know what's also another red flag? Which one? People who put spaces after the punctuation... Like they can't just put a period after the end of their last word they add a space period or space exclamation point
1: I don't like that either. Yeah, that bugs me.
0: Why are you doing that? Like are you so like insecure in your punctuation or you gotta like (laughs) space it like what I don't well It's just not correct. It's not it's incorrect. Let's open this up to our listeners. Okay Why do you type in all lowercase and slash or put a space after your punctuation in your sentences? Yeah,
1: just end with a period or end with an exclamation point after the last Are letter. you,
0: like, not secure in, like, your English? I don't know. There's just literally no uh, reason to be taking these extra steps, you know? I no, know,
1: I know. I see, like, um, you know, being from, you know, being Brown and from Nepal and, like, having, like, family across the you know country. They do that. You know, they, like, will put, like, exclamation points or periods. But they don't know our language. Exactly. They don't know any better. Yeah. Right? I mean, they do know better, but they don't know it, like, the comfortableness of, you know, speaking English or typing Did you English. you
0: like fail hooked on phonics? Did you not watch <laughs> Sesame Street? Like please tell me why you do this. Yeah, why yeah, these girls on dating apps. Why are you why are you doing that? Just just use correct grammar, punctuation, you know? Use uppercases. Bro, if she uh she types in all lowercase or spaces or punctuations, she's probably cheating on you. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> I think that's the—that's oh, uh, the correlation we have to make. You can't trust these people. No,
1: you definitely can't. This is a whole like different topic that we could go into like for hours. I feel like yeah. <laughs> dating apps for sure. Dating, we'll, yeah. we'll bring it
0: up for sure. I mean, I got uh, so many dating app stories. Like, oh yeah, it's not even. It's, it, it's so from college, even like now. It's yeah, it's a yeah. wild, Same. wild ride. <laughs> uh, we'll,
1: we got to do that on a segment next time. We'll for sure do. Yeah. We'll for
0: sure go into it. Um, I think. That's a good place to put a uh, bookmark in a sideline bookmark right banter. There. Yeah, chapter twelve. Chapter twelve. Put your bookmark right in there. there. Thank you all for listening. We had fun on this episode. Uh, it was fun being right back to our, you know, our Just little two man, our little two man show. Yeah, uh, great sports going on. Great reality TV. Fun stuff going in entertainment. Let's we just get really, that vaccine rolled out, bro. Yeah. And, you know, everything. And We'll have more stories. We can travel. Yeah, we can go out So we don't have do to, things. you know, you know, just milk the shit out of our Portland stories. You know, like that cow is dying, bro. We it keep is. milking the udders really more than, more than GTA anymore. 5, bro. Yeah. Like, we're milking that
1: more than GTA 5. I don't think we could bring up any more stories. I think we hit them all, I think, we, dude, yeah. I think we hit them all. <laughs> but I want to say thank you for listening. If you made it this far or, or listening at all, thank you so much for supporting us. And um, thank you to our subscribers. If anybody would like to support the podcast, hit that support link at the bottom of every episode description on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I know <laughs> it's, a, it's a, the support links at the bottom of every Spotify and Apple Podcasts description. Are you sure? Yes, I'm the There we it's go. Out the middle, it's
0: not the lower left. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we're good. Yeah. All That's right, guys. Thanks
0: for listening. We're gonna see you guys next week.
1: Thank you, guys, so much.